Hello and welcome, my beloved chosen few. Welcome to a Hope Kingdom Ministry, where we give you food for thought. Our intention is to give you something more to think about. And beloved family, what I want to give you today to think about may be a little hard to swallow. So that's why I have the nice soothing music with a nice relaxing water sounds to make it easier to digest. Okay, if you will. But before I do that, let me pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you. Baba Yah. Abba. Thank you for us being alive today. Thank you that we were able to wake up today. Thank you for your favor, your mercy, your love, your goodness that they call grace. That's the only reason we woke up today. And thank you. I love saying this. Thank you for being real. Thank you for being authentic, real, true. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are not a dream or a fairy tale. You are the real deal. And I'm so happy because we couldn't make it without you. We would not make it without you. If you were not real, Satan would have overpowered us and destroyed us a long time ago. But praise Yah, you are. And I thank you. I thank you for each listener. I thank you for these chosen few. Oh, Father, these messages I would love for the multitudes. But it's been given to the chosen few. There will only be a chosen few that make it through. Out of the multitudes here, which you, it would be, is your will, is your will that none should perish. But you're not getting your will done because the majority will perish. Sad to say. Sad to say. But today, Father, order my steps in your word. I surrender my mouth to you. Father, set a watch, O Yah, before my mouth and guard the door to my lips. Set a watch, O Yah, before my mind and guard the door to my thoughts. Set a watch, O Yah, before my heart and guard the door to my emotion. Let me teach your word your truth. And Father, I want to give thanks. I want to thank you for Dr. Miles Monroe, the late Dr. Miles Monroe, for being able to be understudy him, to be under his teaching. I've learned so much about your kingdom, about the Savior and his purpose for coming. Thank you. Thank you for Dr. Miles Monroe. In the name of your beloved son, the sacrificial lamb of Yah, salvation. Hamashiach, Yahusha, he who's called Jesus Christ today. But he is the Messiah, the Messiah. Halal Yahuwah, halal Yahusha, hallelujah, which means praise you, Yah. <laughs> All right. You know, I, I never forget, I, I remember Dr. Miles Monroe say, now I want you guys, everybody, you take notes and you learn this study because you're going to have to teach these, this one day yourself. He said, but don't, if you think, don't forget to give me a little credit when, when you do teach it. So I believe in giving credit where it's due. You know, I'm going, this, a lot of this teaching came from my notes of studying under Dr. Miles Monroe. 
All right. Now, the real purpose for the Savior coming. I know we've been told and taught over and over again, and we've even made this statement many times ourselves, that Jesus, whom I now call Yahusha, came to die for us. Jesus, Yahusha, came to die for us. But is that true? Is that really true? Did Yahusha, who's called Jesus, our Savior, come just to die for us? Was that the whole purpose of his coming, beloved? I'm sure most of you, if not all of you, are saying, yes, of course. He came to die for us so he could pay for our sins. Some may add, and also to pay for our sicknesses and diseases. You may be wondering, where is she going with this? Well, beloved chosen few, hold on to your religion, family, because I totally disagree with that being the purpose of his coming. Yes, I totally disagree that the purpose for our Savior coming was just to die for us. But please, please, hear me out, okay? Don't, don't turn me off. <laughs> don't, don't turn me off. Listen, hear me out so I can explain why I say this. Now, do you remember in uh, Isaiah 6-9, Yahshiyahu, which is Isaiah 6-9, where it said he was coming with a government, which is a kingdom on his shoulder. In the beginning of that verse said, unto us, uh, a, chi a child is born, a son is given, and uh, he will have a, the government will be on his shoulders. Remember that? That's in, you can read that for yourself, Isaiah 6, 9. I taught that, I taught that in the last message, I believe. I, and, you know, um, because, and I say because of the, the culture or traditions in those days, for someone to carry something on their shoulders meant something very important. What this signifies, signified was they were carrying it for someone else. They were serving. Yes, they were serving someone. It was not theirs. Did you know they used to have a yoke for humans to carry things also? Not only for the animals. Yoke wasn't only for the animals. Human beings had servants had yokes. Beloved, the truth is, Yahusha, who's called Jesus, came bringing something back to earth. He came to reintroduce the kingdom of Yah, which some of you say the kingdom of God, to man. The purpose of Yahusha. Jesus, our Savior, coming was a kingdom on earth in the hearts of man. A kingdom on earth in the hearts of man. He came to restore the kingship, which is the rulership of man, and the kingdom on earth that man lost. Let me say that again. The purpose of our Savior, Yahusha, who's called by most Jesus, our Savior, was a kingdom on earth 
in the hearts of man. Can you hear Dr. Miles Monroe saying that? (laughs) He came to restore the kingship, the rulership of man, and to restore the kingdom on earth that man had lost. His message was a kingdom from heaven on earth. That's all he preached. That's all he preached was the kingdom. Look through your scripture or your your safari, your Bible. He says, the the kingdom of heaven is like this. The kingdom of heaven is like a man planting a seed. The kingdom of heaven is like this. It's like that. It was all about the kingdom. That's all he preached. Now, he taught other things. But that's all he preached. To restore... He also wanted to restore the righteousness or holiness, if you will, of mankind. 2 Corinthians 5.21 says we are the righteousness of Yah in the Messiah Yahusha. Or we are the righteousness of God in in Christ Jesus. Let's let's read that. 2 Corinthians 5.21 in KJV. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of Yah in him. Bible says righteousness of God in him. Now righteousness, do you know what righteousness means? Righteousness is to be realigned properly. To be right positioned with, with authority. To be in the right position to receive from your heavenly father. That's what righteousness is. If when you're living unrighteously, you're you're, you're not in alignment. You are, you're out of line, <laughs> out of uh, alignment and out of line. Yes. He also wanted to restore the set apart group, the Holy Spirit. Let's read Yahukanan John twenty twenty two, also in KJV. And when he had said this. He breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. And receive means to have again. So how can you have something again if you didn't have it before and lost it? (laughs) You had to have already had it before and lost it. Didn't have it anymore for him to receive, give it to tell you receive, have again. He also came to restore, like I said, the kingdom rulership on earth. And, you know, in Matthew 4, 17, you know, he talks about, he says, repent for the kingdom of heaven has arrived. But let's read that. Let's read Matthew, Matit Yahoo 4, 17, also in KJV. For that time, Yahusha, the Bible says, Jesus began to preach, to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, if you if you have a a goal, if you're on a mission, the first thing you're going to do is declare what you, what 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 you came what your goal was, what you came to do. Your main thing. And he said, "Repent for the kingdom." That's the first thing he preached. When he came out of the desert he also he came to return the kingdom 
of heaven. Return to the kingdom of heaven. Yah's earthly kings. Let me say that again. He came to return the kingdom of heaven to Yah's earthly kings. That's us. We're Yah's earthly kings. That's why he's called the king of kings. You know, for a long time coming up, I used to think he was called the king of kings like that meant he was king over the king, like king over King David, king over King Solomon or any king, you know. But no, we were kings. No, there were no queens because there's no gender. We were all sons. It says sons of, the, of Yah, which means children. We, were, we are all kings. So he came to restore the kingdom back to his earthly kings, us. He also wanted to restore our relationship with our Heavenly Father and Creator, Yah. Because we had, when we talked about righteousness being in right alignment, we were out of line. We were out of line. We were, we, he, he couldn't, his Holy Spirit couldn't live in us anymore because man became filthy. Man was no longer righteous. Man was no longer perfect. He had to recondition us. We needed to be retaught how to think and to be like our creator because he made us in his image. Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them have dominion. In other words, let them rule the earth, be kings on earth as we are, as I'm the king in heaven. Let my children be like me, rule like me. He's an awesome father. He's an awesome father. You can see now, you can see why I have this <laughs> soothing music going on, right? Beloved, the kingdom is the issue here. All of the goals of our Savior, Yahusha, who you may call Jesus, all of the goals were to re-do some things. Which means, like I said, to have again. Restore, reteach. But he taught a lot of other things. He taught a lot of things. Although he was only preaching, only preached the kingdom. As a matter of fact, I don't have that verse before me, but he says, I must preach the kingdom for that is why I came. Uh-oh. It was He didn't say, I must die for you to pay for your sins because that is why I came. No, he said, I must preach the kingdom because... That is why I came. Hold on, I'm going to put on pause so I can get that verse. Hold on. All right, beloved. <laughs> it doesn't seem like I'm anywhere. anywhere. Thank you for um, waiting for me. Okay, that's in Luke 4.43. But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of Yah, Bible says, of God, to the other cities also, because for this purpose... I have been sent. I must preach the kingdom of Yah to the other cities also because for this purpose I have been sent. So there go, there's out the door. He came just to die for us. He said he came to preach the kingdom. But like I said, he taught a lot. He taught other things. And once he taught 
about being born again. Do you believe that? Only once in the Bible he taught about born, being born again. But that's become um, the, the gospel, so to speak, what they call in many churches, born, being, born again. It was only one time when the older, the older man, older gentleman, one of the Pharisees came to see him and was talking to him. I guess, I think it was about two or three o'clock in the morning. And he asked him, and that's, and that's when Yahushua told him, he asked, how could he be into the, come into the kingdom? It was about, still about the kingdom. He said, you must be born again. And then when he said, how can a man be born again? Can he go enter his mother's womb again? And then yes, the Savior told him, you know, you, you're so learned. I mean, you're, you're a scholar and you don't know this. Preaching and teaching are entirely different. Preaching is proclaiming. And like I said, what was the first thing our Savior taught or proclaimed after coming out of the desert, ending a 40 days and 40 nights fast? It was, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is come. And in some it says, is nigh, or has returned. He came to restore, return, reteach. Hallelujah. Hmm. He came to restore the righteousness and set up and holiness of mankind back on earth. And he wanted to restore the set apart Ruk, which he's called the Holy Spirit, back to man. He needed to retrain mankind to think like their creator and restore man's connection to heaven. To restore the kingdom rulership man lost on earth. What is that prayer? It said, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Well, when when man sinned and the set-apart rook, what they call the Holy Spirit, left man. Because, you know, when, when, he, when he formed man, created him, he blew into him. What did he do? He put the, his spirit into him. That's why when Yahushua came back and said, receive, have again. You see? Because he was put in man at the beginning. When he first created Adam. But man became filthy. So the set-apart spirit went back. The connection to the kingdom was lost. That was gone. That's why the earth became so sinful. Do you know there was no such thing as sin until the law came? Until Mo, when Moses met with the Father and brought the law. Moses wrote the law. The law brought sin into the world. What I'm, And you know what I mean by that, right? It's like there was no such thing as sin before. Whatever, you just do what you wanted to do. But when the law came, then it said, this is sin. If you do this, this, this is sin. So that brought sin into the world. Before that, they were just doing whatever the heck they wanted to do. And then, you know, and they had the, the, fallen, the, the, the fallen angels came mixing with, with women. And, I mean, they, they talk about mongrel when, when the, the white supremacists was talking about mongrels being mixed like uh, white and black or white and Chinese or or whatever mixed babies no the mongrels was man mixed with the fallen angels with the fallen ones those are mongrels that was what mongrels yeah 
<laughs> Boy, I got a little fired up there, huh? But yes, beloved, please know. Now, yes, our Savior had to die for us, but that was a means to an end. The reason he had to die for us and to go through the abuse to make us suitable to receive what he brought, to have again what he brought. But his purpose was to come bring back things, bring back the kingdom of Yah in the hearts of man, bring back the set apart Holy Spirit, restore man's connection, reteach man how to think. But in order for us to receive that government, to he, for us to be suitable, he had to be beaten, mocked, executed, they say, they say crucified, hung on that tree called the cross, bled, pierced in the side for us. So if he had brought all of that, the kingdom and, and brought this, the, the, the set apart Holy Spirit back, but he didn't pay for our sins and and everything and, and sickness and disease, we would we could not have received it. We could not, we were filthy, we were unsuitable. But his death and resurrection made us suitable because if he had just stayed dead, <laughs> we wouldn't have had anything. Satan would have had his way. He had to die and then take his life. He had to first live a sinless life and then willingly give his life and then take it back again. Hello. Ooh. Does that taste good? <laughs> My brother, before he died, he, <clears throat> excuse me, he would say, that's good teaching, sis. That's good reading, sis. That's good teaching, sis. You know, he kept his southern accent. Wayne LaVance, London. I sure miss you, big brother. So, do you understand what I'm saying? Are we in agreement or are you still disagree? You see, I wasn't being sacrilegious or, or anything like that. We need to get a thing because we tell people, why should I believe in, because why should I believe in Jesus? Because Jesus came to die for you. That's wrong. You need to be telling them about the kingdom. You know, he didn't tell anybody about his death, that he was going to die and be like, but his, he, his family, his disciples, but the multitudes, he didn't teach that. If you go read the scripture, he didn't even teach Yah's love, or you may say God's love to the multitude. He taught it to his, to his, to his believers, to his disciples, not to the multitudes. Some things, see, where, where Christians and other people mess up, you're trying to get people to believe. You're telling them something that they need to do that they can't do. That's for believers once they already become believers. But when you're trying to introduce them, you need to introduce them to the kingdom and then when you tell them how wonderful this kingdom, this kingdom, the king serves the citizens. In this kingdom, there is no sickness and disease. In this kingdom, everybody's rich. Well, after you get you tell them about the, the, the great kingdom, then you say, now you know in every kingdom there is a king. And then you introduce them to the king. And once they know about the kingdom and the king, then you can start telling that other stuff. He died on the ground. If you pay for sin. Otherwise, it doesn't mean anything to them. It doesn't mean anything that you tell a, a non-believer he died for you. Well, if he's dead, they'll say, well, if he's dead, why, why are you telling me? You, you understand? We got it wrong. 
We're pulling the, pulling the horse before the cart, so to speak. It's the kingdom. That is the good news. It's not good news to say he died for you. He, he, he was beaten and bruised and crucified. That's not good news. That had great results for us. But that's not good news. The good news is the kingdom. The kingdom of Yah. Hallelujah. Where there's no sickness and disease. There's no sorrow. There's no death. Hmm. It's perfection. There's no jealousy. There's no evil. There's no greed. There's no arguments. It's, what is it? Peace, love, and joy. Righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the kingdom of Yah. <laughs> All right, beloved. Thank you, beloved chosen few. Thank you. And, um, for listening and you know sometimes if <laughs> if I get a little my voice goes up you know it's I just get when I'm really passionate sometimes now if I'm just talking then I can have that soothing you know low soft soothing voice but <laughs> when I'm teaching or if I'm excited about something my voice goes up and down <laughs> well I'm sure you know that by now anyway Thank you for joining me. I so appreciate appreciate you, chosen few. I really do. Stay with me now. You may not agree with everything I say. I don't agree with everything I hear. But listen to it again. See if there's something for you. I don't know everything. And I can only give you what I, what I believe I know and what I've experienced. I can't teach you something, just something that somebody else taught that I don't believe in. That it's not real to me, you know. And I'm just giving you my best. I want to do the best for you. All right? Because, because I love you. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining me here at A Hope Kingdom Ministry, where I really, really try to give you food for thought and something more to think about, more than what you're getting going to church. Not to stop you from going to church, but to give you something that you may not get there. All right? Okay, until we meet again, beloved chosen few family. Yeah, willing, of course. And I live to do it. <laughs> Shalom. Shalom. And peace be with you. Don't forget, you are a king. <laughs>